Hey guys, when we started this project, we were not sure how hard it would be to edit, record everything, and then eventually distribute. But then luckily, someone told us about Anchor. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, they have creation tools that will allow you to record and edit directly from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. And the best thing is you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're in the state of confusion. Questions on your mind. Send in Letitia and Brandy. Gonna help you unwind. We're hanging out together, even though we're long. We'll pass it on over. Sorry, we're stoned. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. How's it going? So what are you sorry about this week? Sorry, I'm really, I'm going stir crazy. How would you say that? Sorry, I'm going insane. Oh, yeah, me too. And California just got shut back down today. Mayor Garcetti, Governor Newsom, shut us back down today. Uh, Restaurants, bars, we're shut down. But, you know, I'm so happy. Like, we need to be. The cases are out of control. And as much as... I was a little depressed on Sunday. I don't know. I don't really do that. But on Sunday, I was just really sad. And my friend Juliana came over and she spent the weekend. Mm -hmm. And so on Sunday, like she was weird and I was weird. And she was like, I just feel sad today. I was like, me too. Mm -hmm. Um, And then today she came by because we went plant shopping and she got a new rubber tree plant. A what? A rubber tree plant. What is that? There actually used to be a song in the 70s, I think, that goes, oops, there goes another rubber tree. Oops, there goes another rubber tree. Oops, there goes another rubber tree plant. <laughs> Don't know what that is. It's a cutest plant ever, and they're called rubber tree plants. She's been wanting one so bad, and so she got one, and then it wouldn't fit in her car. So it is living at my house for the moment, and so she's going to come back tomorrow and pick it up. But the point is, when she came to get it today, she honestly was like, I still feel sad today. And I was like, you know what? underneath me too. Like I really worked a lot today. I had so much to do and, but underneath that I was still feeling really sad. And then I heard that we were shut down again. And I don't know, I just think you struggle and you get sad about everything that's going on. And then you like pick yourself back up and it seems like everything's going to be okay. And then I don't know, it's just so much. Well, yeah, the horrible vicious cycle. I was talking to Chelsea Lankis today so for, for the stoners out there, Chelsea is one of my longest friends. She's one of my best friends. Um, and we actually don't see each other a ton, right, especially right now, because she has a very tiny baby. But she and I were FaceTiming, and we were just talking about how it's really not the staying at home that's so depressing. What's so depressing is that there's nothing that, to look forward to. You know what I mean? Like I could see that social gatherings, no, no celebrations to look forward to. No. And for me, you know, no work, no trips to look forward to like, but it's really not like, you know, it's staying at home has actually been great. I've been getting so much done and resting so much, which has been great. Spending quality time with my animals, but like, it's just the monotony of doing the same thing every day. And, and that usually that monotony isn't so bad if there's something you're looking forward to, like, No, for sure. And even for me, who's someone that like is all talk when it comes to travel, but I don't usually do it. Like now that I can't, and I'm kind of having a midlife crisis, like I'm 53. And if I'm going to travel, I better start real quick because I want to see so many things. And, you know, even when I talk about it, even with Juliana or my other friends, it's like, you I want to go here. I want to go there. And you just can't. And there, there's no, end in sight to that, you know, like even if things open back up somewhat, I think I'd still be really fearful of flying right now. And like you said, like with things getting shut back down and not open back up, it feels like there is no end in sight, but maybe this is just a year we're supposed to reflect and we're supposed to figure out like next year, like really set your goals this year. Like is kind of how I've been thinking about it because you have to think some positive thoughts or you'll lose it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of goals, uh, are you hooking us up with a travel show for 2021 or? Um, duh, I've been wanting to. Should I get to work on that now? So guys, my mom and I, well, first of all, we've we've talked about A, having another show since Cyrus versus Cyrus, and B, we really have talked about doing some sort of travel show, which I know right now seems insane because we can't travel, but 
we've always really liked this idea of my mom and I traveling and making a cute little show out of it. So well, freaking Zac Efron stole my idea. He's on Netflix right now, just traveling his cute self around. And I feel like Tish and I need to do this. Absolutely. Now I feel like I didn't, I just watched a few minutes of it because again, Julian was here. And so we ended up watching something else that we'd already started. Hi Zach. I love you. By the way, I've known Zach since he was like so young and he's like one of my favorites. He's just an amazing guy. And I, I can see why the travel show is so good for him, but I feel like his is a little smarter than ours would be. So I tried to say this on YFT this morning without sounding stupid, but that's, yeah, it is. It's smart. Like, and what Zach is doing is so great. He is um, going to these different countries and really exploring how they're becoming, like he's exploring food sustainability, like growing your own food and living off the land and growing and, and, and eating what you have and all that. And then he goes to like Iceland where they're like, instead of relying on fossil fuels, like the United States, they're creating their own energy and using what they have. It's very cool, but it is very smart but you know what this is kind of an idea that I already had for it was like something dad and I talked about doing together but when I think of you you're an Oz travel show like because I love interior design so much and like I feel like we could make different segments of that show where maybe there is a segment that it's talking about or maybe we find somebody there that's done a complete redo or like updated like a historical home or just something in that space. But also like you love to hike. I feel like we have very different interests. A lot of times you love being outdoors and hiking. I love being a tourist and like kind of touring and different things that you can do, even if you're traveling with someone that you don't have that much in common with. Mm -hmm. And I think that that could be so much fun. Well, sign me up. Give me the contract. Okay. Let me work on that. Needs a job. You know, <laughs> I need a job. Actually, my job's insane. Been dealing with Molly and Noah and dad. Like you don't even know. Well, mine has come to a screeching halt. So I'm ready for something. I'm sorry. Ugh. Well, okay. Well, let's work on that because I am just dying to travel. Same Z's. Well, that's what I've been watching. But we're, I guess we're doing off limits a little early in the episode. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. I love off limits. Has anybody out there seen Molly's game? Mom, where have you been? I've already seen it. That movie came out so long ago. Okay, so it did come out so long ago. But anyway, my friends hadn't seen it. So we watched it last night. And I'm obsessed with Molly's game. It was so good. So if you haven't seen it, watch it. But the other thing I'm getting ready to start, it's probably too old for you guys, is Yellowstone. I was going to start it. Oh, great. Let's start it. Horse dies in the first like 10 seconds and I can't watch that. We've already talked about this. Robert Redford, horse whisperer, traumatized us. Oh yeah. And now Kev's going to traumatize us. Kevin Costner is going to traumatize us. Name basis with Kev. Kev. I love Kev. (laughs) But yeah, I'm going to start Yellowstone too. What else you been watching? Honestly, I was was binging Zac Efron. (laughs) Smoke it up, sister. Wow travel to countries where marijuana isn't illegal (laughs) and talk to people about their marijuana usage stories Mm -hmm. or is it illegal everywhere i don't know the answer to that to be honest goog okay great i feel like this is something on sorry we're stoned that we should know well and just so many states now i see where lots of decriminalization going on thank goodness because the people that are in freaking jail for selling marijuana is absolutely insane and they need to be released immediately okay my favorite place on the planet canada fully legal what you know what i really like canada too they do so many good things there yeah you know where i'd like to go in canada is victoria island oh yeah that'd be sick yeah that'd be so cool i'm reading this uh website it's like places where you should or shouldn't smoke mexico it says should you smoke here and it says most likely private and personal use of recreational marijuana in amounts of five grams or less is decriminalized so um, i'm not taking any chances belize totally you can smoke there really belize okay (laughs) costa rica should you smoke here you may rely on it I love it. It says it's technically illegal to smoke here, but doing so carries no legal penalty. Wow, that's weird. Super weird. What about... It says Jamaica, should you smoke here? Without a doubt. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Argentina, Colombia, so a lot of South America. You can or cannot? You can. Uruguay, yeah. So basically South America is... You're all cool. They're with it. What about Iceland? I don't think it is in Iceland. Really? What about Switzerland? I'm going down the list. 
Belgium you can smoke. What's in Belgium that I would like to see? I don't know. It looks beautiful. They have a lot of nice horses in Belgium. Wow. Italy. Oh, it looks a little eh. Ah! Portugal decriminalized drugs back in 2001. All drugs. Every drug there is. I guess that's why everyone, um... Portugal? I love Portugal so much. Fully allowed there. Portugal is so fun and so cool. And walking around Portugal just makes me happy. When did you go to Portugal? On tour. I've been everywhere over there. On tour, Lisbon, love. Really? And you know my other favorite place, Copenhagen. Love Copenhagen. Okay. And you haven't been to Ibiza though. Ibiza. I have not. That seems so fancy. Ibiza? Yeah. Everybody's so bougie in Ibiza. Oh, that's where everybody goes to party. Well, then let them party. I want to go like, no, that is not my scene at all. Bougie and ritzy and show off is not my thing. I like places that like treasure key in the Bahamas where there is nothing commercial about it. Like you're eating at beach shacks. Like I I just love chill. Hmm. Okay. Well, Switzerland, you can smoke in Switzerland. Possession of small amounts have been decriminalized and there's a push to get some cannabis clubs going. You know, honestly, like Switzerland just seems all around like the most amazing place to live. Oh, it's my favorite place on the planet. Yeah. Let's immediately when things open up, let's go check out Switzerland. Done and done. Great. Uh, Croatia, you can smoke there. Uh, Oh, been dying to go to Croatia. Um, Estonia, you can smoke there. Russia. Where's that? Estonia is where my horse came from. Uh, Stony. Uh. It's spelled with an E, but yeah. Oh, Estonia. (laughs) Like I'm in the Estonia. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Smoke some more. Oh, Australia. Only medical marijuana. All right. So basically we're going to do a travel show. Go to a bunch of places where Tish can legally smoke weed. We could do a whole weed segment in every place we go. As long as it's legal. Because just think about when we talked to Terry and how she said the economy could benefit and so could people. So should we do a Zac Efron style doc where we go to places and we show how beneficial it is to their economy that weed is legal? Yes. Sammy's having a breakdown. He's not. So sad. Why? Because, I don't know, Mello was here and then Sophie and Sammy just doesn't love other dogs. So he's feeling sad. He went to join the podcast. I don't think he's sad. I think he just knows that you're a sucker and that you'll pick him up if he looks sad. But he's just like a little human being just sitting here. Part of the convo. Right, Sammy? Yeah. Okay. So you're losing it. We got to do something with your life. (laughs) I know. So bad. It's so bad. All right. Let's get productive here. Okay. It's time for... Hot as on. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not time for hot as on, or is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hello. It's time for hot as on. <laughs> You're nuts. <laughs> All right. Are we bringing on your buddy, Matt? We are going to bring on my buddy, Matt. Oh, my God. Sammy just ripped my head. <laughs> Oopsies. He really did a number on my sound system. <laughs> Samuel. Okay, okay. I'm focused now. Let me think. You know what? Today, we're killing two birds, one stone with hot is on. Because I have got to tell you guys, I went down the Amazon rabbit hole this weekend. No. And my friend Juliana got so many amazing, cute furniture pieces for her house on Amazon that it was insane. And so I literally started going and looking. Like I could literally design a whole entire house in the most fabulous way on Amazon. Where are my lists? Did I literally not save them? You delete everything under the sun. But I made a list, a great list, as a matter of fact. Tish list. Sorry, we're stoned. Here we go. Growing up with my mother, if you leave anything longer than like, I don't know, three minutes, she throws it away. Like you can set something on the kitchen counter and if you don't come back for it in a hot 60 seconds, gone in the trash. It is so true. Mamma Ruthie, Billy Ray's mom, like if she even is not finished with her coffee because she likes to sip on it for like four or five hours, she'll literally be like, I'm going to the bathroom. Are you going to pour out my coffee before I get back? And I'm like, probably. I know. And then I'll go, no, it's fine. I'll just clean around it. We must have this cold coffee sitting out for four hours. Seems disgusting to me. Kind of do that sometimes. Guilty as charged. 
All right, you guys, we want to tell you about another one of our sponsors. It's Lumi Deodorant. I think we've talked about them before. I keep one of these sticks in my carry-on bag when I'm traveling. I don't like deodorant. It's just one of those things that I never think to pack. So I just make sure I always have it on me. If you guys aren't familiar, Lumi is a whole body deodorant that was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. This deodorant is baking soda free and paraben free, plus it's pH balanced for safe use. I know for me, like I've heard so much bad stuff about deodorant and like what's in it isn't great for you that a lot of the traditional ones that you can buy at your local drugstore just aren't cutting it for me. So I really love Lumi. Plus, they come in a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine lavender sage which is my favorite and they also have toasted coconut and the great thing is is you can use lumi all over your entire body so when you travel it's so much easier just to have one product plus they also have deodorant wipes which are super clutch especially if you're on like the red eye or an overnight flight and they also have body wash which is really cute and it comes in a mini travel size as well Lumi offers a starter pack that's perfect for new customers and as a special offer for our listeners all new customers get 15% off Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code STONED for 15% off your first purchase of LumiDeodorant.com. That's code STONED at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. So this is one of my favorites. It's the Integra Boost, um, which helps keep your weed fresher. It sure does. Integra specially brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging. And my favorite part is, is that with the terpenes, that you can kind of mix and match and make them different flavors and just kind of specialize your weed. Totally. Plus, they are precision-crafted, plant-based packs that are entirely food-safe, so they can be used with any of your cannabis products. Integra offers an array of sizes and relative humidity levels for storing flour, pre-rolls, gummies, blunt wraps, and so much more. For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code SWS at checkout for 15% off of your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com. All right, guys, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our favorite sponsors, Nutrafol. I take my Nutrafol. Do you take your Nutrafol? I take my Nutrafol all the time. I do too. I'll have the one for 50 and over. I was going to say, there's a <laughs> few different formulas. Uh, there is one for women that are postmenopausal, yes, which is. would be my mother. <laughs> um, and if you're confused about like which formula of Nutrafol is right for you, you can go on their website and they do have a quick hair quiz that you can take. You just answer a few questions and then they will tell you which formula is right for you. If you aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I've taken it for years. I can tell a huge difference. I can too. I have such like baby fine hair and not very much of it, but I, my hair does not shed. Like it really doesn't. And some of my my girlfriends, like when they come on trips with me and stuff, their hair will be everywhere, like all over the sink and in the shower. I just do not lose hair like that. And I feel like you used to and don't anymore. I did. <laughs> Honestly, maybe, but I definitely do not anymore. Like, I barely even lose hair in my brush when I brush well, it out. this is amazing. I'm so tell the stoners how we get it. Also, Nutrafol has a subscription that you can do so that it shows up on your I, doorstep. I do a subscription. Okay, so clutch. That way you never run out. All right, you guys, if you want to take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners... $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code STONED. That's Nutrafol.com promo code STONED. Okay, so I am doing redoing. I have this little... It's a little teeny tiny single wide trailer and I absolutely love it. And it's in this from the seventies and it hasn't really been updated, which I actually loved, but it had a lot of roof damage and water that came into the walls. And so I'm having to replace it and redo the entire thing. And so I am literally on Amazon and I have 
like decked out the whole entire thing. And there is a, if anybody's doing design right now, I have a hard time with beds. I've always say that like takes a very specific headboard and there is this metal a white metal bed and it comes in black as well and sage green, which I'm really obsessed with these days. And it's by Novogratz who actually, they used to have a show on HGTV. And so they have an entire line on Amazon right now. Every single thing's amazing, but it's called the Novogratz Francis farmhouse white metal bed. It is so beautiful and so simple and so farmhouse chic. And a king is $339. What? It's an entire frame, headboard and footboard, white metal, farmhouse frame. It is so beautiful. Like I'm telling you every single color. One's called dusty green. It is, which I might do in the trailer because I love it. I personally love the black. The black is so pretty. But anyway, all three colors are gorgeous. A full is $165. Whoa. Like, this is amazing. So where are you putting this in your trailer? Yes. And it's like the cutest bed I've ever seen. Novogratz, Francis Farmhouse King Frame, if you're wanting to update your bedroom and the cutest way for, I mean, a king size bed frame for $330 is nuts. So that was one that I literally could not believe my eyes. Then, gosh, they're Novogratz too. The other thing is I was looking for pendant lights to go on each side of the bed. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, why not just look on Amazon? They have the cutest pendant light. And there's one called, it's Globe Electric. It's Novogratz. And it's them times Globe Electric. It comes in different. It's gold and white, but it's the prettiest pendant. It is $50. That's a good uh, interior design hack uh, piece of advice, actually. If you're looking for bedroom lighting, I, my mom is the one that uh, put me on this actually. Instead of putting lamps on each bedside table, like we're so over lamps. If you hang pendants on each side, it just like elevates the aesthetic. It really does. And not all pendants. I know everybody is like, oh, then I have to have an electrician, but so many beautiful pendants. Some of my favorite ones you don't have to wire in, you can plug in mm-hmm. and then they just hang like by a hook or whatever. And they're so beautiful. Like you don't have to have them wired in. You can absolutely find ones that just plug in. These do wire in, but they are so pretty and so cute. And for $50, you cannot go wrong. So that is another update that I was in shock. And then There is a bench. They call it a long console table. It does not look like a console table to me because it is only 15 inches high. Hmm. That's a bench. Yeah. So it's a long bench, very mid-century or farmhouse. It's just a wood top and it's pretty sleek, but it's like walnut. And so it's like really rich and pretty. And then it has black metal hairpin legs. I can never find benches very long and this one's 60 inches long and it is so pretty and it is literally 157 dollars wow and it could just be you could use it for so many things and i even love it under a picture you know just under a picture with some throw pillows but for 150 dollars, i feel like if you just do want to do one little thing and it, to make a big impact the bed or pendant lighting, or this bench, like you could, like the whole room could feel refreshed if you just did one of those things. And they're all on Amazon and everything ranges from $50 to $350 up to that king size bed. So I just thought for high design today, I could do my Amazon picks and a little high design together since today is kind of a design day because my bestie, Matt Sanders is coming on today, who I am obsessed with as Brandy knows. For those that don't know Matt Sanders, give him a little intro. Like I don't think I can do Matt Sanders justice because Matt Sanders is kind of the king of everything. Like I have seen Matt Sanders come meet me for lunch and he is full on in denim head to toe, denim beret, (laughs) denim jacket, denim jeans, and just like killing the style. And he like is my favorite fashion inspo. He's just so much fun. But I came to know Matt when he, with a few other people, started the uh, website that I love more than anything called My Domain. It is still an obsession of mine. And Matt was on board to start that entire website, which has turned into just such a huge brand. And Matt said he, they actually remember when they first started it. I was like one of the first people to be on there like commenting and they'd be like, Oh my God, Tish Cyrus knows who we are. And I was on there like freaking out, like, Oh my God, who is Matt Sanders? Who is this guy? Like I'm freaking out because I'm so obsessed with his design. It's so my aesthetic because 
as much as I love and think I'm great at interior design, there is no, like Matt just has a vision for everything and it's so incredible. So anyway, I thought I'd just bring him on and have him answer some design questions. So who met Matt first, you or Miley? Of course me. Everybody's late to the party. Brought him in and said, design Miley's house. So I also do production and I've been wanting to do some design shows. I'd also love to do interior design shows that I'm not in, that I just produce because it's a little bit less time consuming. And honestly, Matt is just so incredible. So I went to him and said, why don't we put a show together? Whether it's for you, whether it's for both of us, like whatever you want, I'll do. And so we've been working together and really we started working together on uh, Miley's house right after we met because I brought him in and he's helping me right now design what we're calling the disco tree house um, in my backyard because I just have never had a vision for that space. So him and I are working on that right now. And then we also are working on producing a couple shows together in the interior design space. So the fun thing is, is I love working with friends and people that I have a connection to. And like, there is not any moment that I'm not working with Matt that I'm not having fun. Well, let's give him a call. Okay, let's give Matt a call. Get him on the line. Still my favorite website to this day is my domain. You can just look on there and find so many inspirational things for your home. But anyway, let's welcome my good friend, Matt. I think we should let him uh, do his own little intro and tell the stoners a little bit about himself. (laughs) Don't you love the the stoners? (laughs) (laughs) Well, hi. (laughs) So I'm Matt Sanders and I am a design guy. I'm an interior designer. I make furniture, I sell pretty things, I've worked in design media, I basically worked on every side of the desk you could imagine in the design industry. That's insane. And so my mom told everybody that um, you are one of the creative minds behind my domain, and that's how she discovered you. So I I, I feel like everybody, even if you're not an interior design uh, guru, I feel like you know my domain. Like That's such a popular website. Tell us how you started something like that. Yes, it was such a fun project. So I kind of fell into design because I had this funny little 250 square foot apartment in New York City when I lived there. And I decorated it in this over the top nautical theme that was kind of like, I always say it was like Pee Wee's Playhouse meets Ralph Lauren because it was totally ridiculous and outfitted and things I found at garage sales and tag sales, flea markets. Um, But you know, it was kind of chic, but it was a major Mm -hmm. theme applied to a tiny space. Um, that apartment ended up on the cover of Apartment Therapy's Big Book of Small Cool Spaces. I started working for them as an editor, and then I bounced around and I helped relaunch Domino Magazine with Condé Nast. And then I came to LA to do my domain because this was like now 2012. Websites were still the wild, wild west. And apparently I was the only guy in the United States of America that knew about interior design and building websites. Came out here to start this website with the women at Click Media with Who, What, Where. And it was going to be a shoppable, celebrity-focused, home decor, editorial website. Back in 2012, they were still calling them blogs. And Mm -hmm. I remember before we even launched, when we started putting some marketing out there and announced it, Tish was one of the first followers (laughs) of the website. I was obsessed from day one. And like, I was like going down a rabbit hole trying to figure out who Matt was. Like, I was just like, who is he? And I think you gravitated towards it because immediately like our styles aligned because it was my creative vision, you know, in terms of what the look and feel of that type of home decor site would look like. And, you know, my style and your style is very much all about livability, casual comfort, you know, professional design that feels like you could have done it yourself. Colors, soft patterns, um, really easygoing. And, um, you know, I think you just latched on to that immediately because that's your style and that's my style too. Absolutely. And like, honestly, it it is true. Like that whole aesthetic of that site is completely you. So mom stalked Matt on Google and now you're designing Miley's home. How did that happen? You know, I'm always doing Miley's home. And as soon as I wanted someone to work on it with, there was no other person because Matt also, we have very similar styles, but Matt also can go real big. Mm-hmm. Where more is more. And I, him and Molly, I knew we're going to be a perfect pair. And so, of course, Tish called me and she's like, Matt, will you just come over and help me with a couple things at Miley's house? She just needs like a few things. I'm like, okay, sure. And I pop over and like within the first hour, I realized, oh, this is like a full scale renovation and decor project. That's going to take a time. <laughs> just a well, few small things. 
Well, when I'll say a few things, it was like, let's move a few pieces while you're here. And then let's get into the big, the the big scale. No, like we're all in on a Molly project right now. And it's really fun to do because she loves going big. And so her and Matt are just like, you know, they really Mm -hmm. see eye to eye. This more is more. Yeah. She really is a dream client for someone who loves color and design because you know her creative vision is so strong it's just like I'm playing editor to her you know what I mean she loves sculptural pieces she loves color she loves things that are loud she loves patterns she loves wallpaper she loves insane lighting and furniture so I mean it's a dream all the client all your clients always want to play it safe but to have someone who really wants to not only take risks but take it to you know like a very extreme place is so fun my job with her is to just like keep it chic and I feel like what they're doing is like, you're going to walk in and you're just going to have this total experience. Like it just mm-hmm. is going to kind of tell a story from the second you pull in to the driveway. Like everything is just going to kind of tell this amazing story and it, and really like so personal to her. So um, it's going to be really cool. But literally Molly honestly always says like, I just wish I could be an interior designer. <laughs> People say that. I read that it's the number one career people choose to decide to go into when they decide to change careers because it looks so glamorous. And you're like, Mm -hmm. you're just picking out beautiful fabrics and you're creating gorgeous rooms all the time. And what people don't really understand is that it's very technical. Mm -hmm. Clients can often be complete nightmares and like make your life completely miserable. Not Tisha, not Miley, of course, because it's just a fun project. And Uh sometimes you're getting on your hands and knees and I'm cleaning rat poop out of HVAC systems. What? It is not a glamorous job. <laughs> that, it's all part of the job. He is working that all the time, not to mention drawing out structures and, you know, just figuring out so many things. Yeah, there's a lot of moving pieces and people don't realize, like, to, to choose a sofa requires five or six decisions with five or six different vendors involved and anything can and will go wrong between getting that order decided on and getting it into your house. So it's a high-risk job. There's lots of room for error. There's lots of moving pieces. So it really takes a left brain, right brain uh, personality. Mm-hmm. And also, I think my biggest thing that's so hard for me is like, I just have such a specific taste in design. Mm-hmm. I would be hard for me to work with like a client who wasn't a family member because I would want to make them choose what I want to choose. Well, she did this on Cyrus for Cyrus. One, I, I, I'm not going to say who, but one of the families, they picked out a light that she hated and they refused to use the one she picked out and she was livid. And not to mention the light they chose was too big, which is what I was trying to tell them, but they were not having it. But because they actually were paying and it was a renovation they were really going to do, they got to have like serious input. See, when clients let you have free reign and do what you know how to do best, that's when you have the best results. So the show I'm on right now is called Work. Work! With oh, yeah. and an exclamation point. Work! Um, it's from the producers of Queer Eye and it's the same format except we make over uh, failing startup businesses instead mm. of people. So I'm the design guy on that. And you know, these businesses are really kind of just letting go of the reins and they're closing their eyes and they're so grateful for us to kind of turn around their business and I get to do whatever I want with the spaces. And when we filmed season one, like, I mean, it was tears when they walked in the door every time, but if they were involved in the process, you know, it wouldn't have been that impactful and it wouldn't have been something that they wouldn't have expected and have done themselves. So, um, you know, I think any, my advice for any client working with an interior designer is just like, let go, let them do their thing. Trust that they're going to like give you something that you've never expected and it will be a whole new you. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm a control freak truth too. So I get it, but it's, yeah. Major. You gotta trust into your major. All right, Stoners, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our podcast sponsors. Here she freaking goes. Mother, we need to tell the Stoners about mood. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, is right. If you guys don't know, Mood is known for their federally legal THC. And now they're adding their most potent product yet to the lineup, which that's perfect for Tish. She loves the potency. Honestly, I love Mood. Yeah, Well, great. They're They're, like, uh, they are so good. They really do have something for every single Mood. And it actually works the way it says that it does. Oh, it does. Yes, it does. What's your favorite product, would you Uh, say? You know what? I love their pens. Mm, They're okay. really good. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mood offers uh, things like flour, gummies, vapes, and more. And they have this THCA product that converts into THC when you heat it. 
and you get access to the classic marijuana high. Mood's latest and most potent breakthrough in the world of legal cannabis. All of their products are regularly tested in third-party labs and sourced from small family farms and pesticide-free, which is so important. They have different strains for specific moods, hence the name of the brand. So whether you want like a euphoric, energized feeling or you're feeling more creative and want to chill, they have something for everybody and plenty of versatile products that go with whatever mood you're going for. Try Moods' new THCA flower today. For a limited time only, get 20% off your first order and a free THCA pre-roll. Just go to hellomood.com and use promo code SWS. That's hellomood.com code SWS for 20% off your order and a free THCA pre-roll. Cute. Speaking of Control Freak, we're going to let Matt hijack Dear MT for a hot minute and let him take the reins on answering some questions. Are so you down? Okay. You're telling me to be quiet. Yep. Let's see what the stoners have to ask Matt. Hey, Letitia and Brandy. It's Paula. So I am so obsessed with this podcast, and I'm loving all the recommendations. My question for Matt is, are there any inexpensive countertops that still look great? And my second part to the question is about my living room. When you're starting a room from scratch, where is the best place to start? Thanks for all the all the advice and all the great recommendations. Love you guys. Paula calling you Letitia is everything. <laughs> Paula <laughs> is a friend of mine from high school. And I told her Matt was going to be on and that if she had any questions to call in. Because one day we were getting ready to do the podcast and she had hit me up. I was actually running late because she hit me up and she was like, oh, I have two design questions. And so we FaceTimed. And the crazy thing was, is like when we FaceTimed, like I was so impressed. Her kitchen um, right now is, you know, just brown wood. And it's just very what was put in the house when they bought it. So they want to do white cabinetry, but she had that wall painted black and she had another wall that she had just all these black and white photo frames all over the wall. And it like looked so cool. And so now I can picture she wants to do the countertops, but they're having a hard time because of budget. And so I was like, that's a great question for Matt. And she's redoing her living room. So I'm stoned as hell. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> it's <insane>. Anyway, <laughs> by the time you shut up, Matt's going to forget the question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love countertop questions um, love. because they are a big ticket item. You're going to have them for a very long time and people get very nervous about making the decision and they're expensive. So I love to use butcher block for countertops. If you need something kind of inexpensive. You can order sheets online. There's several websites, if you just Google it, that you can get them custom cut. I think they look really chic. I love when you kind of like use them and let them get a little wear and tear going. It kind of feels like a vintage French kitchen kind of look. So I, I, I love butcher block countertop. I think Formica is coming back. Tish, and we were talking about this. I think, you know, the, the technology has improved where the, the core of the Formica can also be the same color as the actual Formica. So you don't see that black edge. So when you like do a mitered edge, you can get like a nice, clean, like a solid surface kind of look. And they come in fun colors. You know, we're all about color. I love kind of vintage style kitchens, so you could play with them there. But I would say don't be afraid of Butcher Block. And for my guy, I think it's making a comeback. Men love Butcher Block. Love. And I like also am a big fan of kind of mixing things up, like maybe doing Butcher Block just on the island. Don't be afraid to mix it up. Also... The two colors I saw in the Formica recently were baby blue and orange. And I just think that's so cool and vintage, like Matt said, and could be really cute with all white. But what I did see when I was looking at the Formica is that they do a black and white that looks like marble. And it actually looks amazing. And they had made a huge coffee table out of it as well. And it just looked so good. And I was like, wow, like Formica has come so far and making kind of a comeback. And it was so cool to see. And like she's starting her living room, like where is the first place to start? Okay, I love when design is always telling your story. And I feel like whenever you're redesigning a room, you always have something that you're starting with. Rarely are people truly starting from scratch. So whether it's the sofa, a rug, a floor lamp, you always have something. And if you love that piece so much, that's telling your story. I always say, 
build upon a key piece. So use that piece, know that you love it and build the story around that. And if you aren't keeping anything, maybe go and pick like once you're out shopping, maybe you find a couch that you die for, or it's a rug or it is the lamp. You love that one piece. So I think that's so good is to just like not be so like, I have to start with the floor. I have to start with the paint. Just start with something that you love. Yeah, let it be kind of an organic process and start a pin board for the love of God. There's nothing better than like finding inspiration and you never know what you're going to discover by just pinning and going down a rabbit hole of Pinterest. And that really helps you focus and come up with new ideas. I feel like it makes Tish go just really lose her mind and not know what to do. It literally makes me lose my mind because I want to do everything that I love and my house just isn't big enough for that. So like that is, that is true because that's when I get, and I want to just redo my entire house. Um, okay. All right. Question Question number two. Hello. Uh, this message is for Tish and Matt. My name is Donna and I'm calling from Los Angeles. And my question is, I have a brick fireplace, red brick in my den. It's already, I've already had the dark wood paneling on the walls and the ceiling beams in that room painted out. But I'm just not knowing what to do about the brick fireplace and the hearth. Some people have suggested painting it white. I know a lot of people do that, paint red brick white. Um, also, I'm thinking maybe stack stone um, veneer applied to the fireplace. I don't know what the most logical solution is. Also, the cost and labor involved with stack stone can be kind of expensive. But anyway, um, that's my question. Uh, red brick fireplace. How do I um, make that more modern and up-to-date? Thank you. Thanks, Donna, for your question. Well, I would say do not use veneer, right? Veneer not happening. Tish, I feel like we're going to have the same response to this. I know what I'm thinking. Paint paint it black. Totally (laughs) paint it black. Yeah. You know what? I love white painted brick. I feel like it's gotten really overdone. And I was just in Lake Arrowhead and we rented an Airbnb and it was so small and so tiny. And I was like, oh my gosh. But I walked in the front door. Everything was white in the entire place except the fireplace. And it was black painted brick. It was like so scary cute and that was such a focal point it set the tone for the whole house yeah i think it's a very cool modern moment and it's very high contrast which i love especially if your walls are white i think it works well on your walls are like a nice warm white or bright white um but yeah painted all black and a lot of people are hanging their tvs over the fireplace so that really helps because it just makes the tv go away the big black box so it's a great way to hide the tv as well that's two tips in one but I'm hoping that Donna painted her walls white and the ceiling. So, because this will be a big impact. So, anyway, thanks, Donna. That's, That's one of my favorite tricks, actually. Black fireplace. Me yeah, too. I was going to say, I would have just said paint it white. So, this is great. Great advice. All right. We got one more. Hi, this is Bonnie from Long Island. My house is getting to be a little dated, and I'd like to know the easiest and best way to start redecorating that won't break the bank. Thanks. Bonnie. I always say paint for sure paint is the most inexpensive way to make a high impact transformation you can totally and reinvent your story by just changing the color totally and i'm the biggest fan of just paint everything snowbound benjamin moore snowbound paint it that be done everything's fresh everything looks great my house oh, is see, snowbound like it of course it is tish loves snowbound everything <laughs> is snowbound i use white dove by benjamin moore it's a little bit of a warmer white Oh, this room used to be dove white and now it's snowbound. <laughs> oh, so you're like, you're literally a design trend ahead of me. I need to catch up. Or maybe I'm, maybe you're a design trend ahead of me. I don't know. But like everybody <laughs> in my family, Brandy's house is snowbound. Molly's house is snowbound. My house, Noah's house, like everybody's house is snowbound. Literally. What's that works, it works. It's, it's true. true. I it's think, a great color think, that works with everything. I think paint is great. And also like just move things around in your room. Start there. You know, don't underestimate the possibility of just finding a new story by placing furniture in a place that you never thought it could go because it might just make you realize something about the layout or the floor plan or might breathe new life into a piece that you were tired of before and then you decide you suddenly want to keep and it will save you money from having to replace that piece. That's good advice. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of swapping out lighting, which I think the lighting in your home makes a huge difference. Granted, that can get expensive, but my mom and I were already talking about like there's so many places where you can get cheap, really cool lighting. And I bought a lot of the lighting for my Nashville home on Etsy. And a lot of it was like literally like max 
a hundred bucks, 150 bucks. And it just changed like the whole vibe of my house because my house was built in the 1930s and I kept a lot of that character. So adding some more like modern lighting to it changed the game. I love that idea. And you can find really good deals on well-designed lighting on Etsy. And I mean, I'm not afraid to admit it. I love Ikea. Ikea is great design. It's totally inexpensive. And oftentimes I have clients who want to hold out for large ticket items for lighting, like something a little more expensive, but they're either not ready to spend the money or the lead time is so long and we don't want to leave them with nothing. So I will go to an Ikea or an Etsy as a solution for something temporary. And oftentimes if they haven't made the decision yet, they just end up living with the Ikea piece because it looks good and people don't know it. You know, you mix it with high end stuff and it just looks like a really good, like, fun staple piece totally that's my favorite thing is to mix really like a really high end you know with a lower end piece from like an ikea or an etsy or somewhere and like it honestly once it comes together it'll look so cool that's why i feel like you can keep a couple pieces of furniture that you already have and build around that and even if you don't have a lot of money there's so many good things i mean like you really truly cannot go wrong with ikea if you get someone else to build it (laughs) true (laughs) amazing all right well Matt, thank you so much for giving our stoners some advice. Thank you so much for having me. And everyone watch my show on MailChimp Presents. It's called Work. Okay, so can you explain because MailChimp? Okay, so you know MailChimp? It's like the, it's what everyone in the world uses to send their email newsletter. Uh So they are starting a television network and we're their flagship show. And um, everything is, all their programming is centered around career and entrepreneurship. So the show is called Work and it is available to watch. It's streaming now on MailChimpPresents.com. Amazing. Where can we follow you on Instagram, Matt Sanders? Follow me on social media everywhere at the Matt Finish. Nice. Amazing. I get it. That's a good one. It's so good. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Matt. Thanks for having me, guys. Come back anytime. Bye. Bye. So again, if you want to check out Matt's show, it's called Work, and it's on the MailChimp platform, which he said you just go to MailChimpPresents.com, and you can just watch it online, which is super cool. And you can follow him on Instagram at the Matt Finish. Get it? Okay. Matt Finish. <laughs> it's so cute. No, Matt's awesome. Yes, definitely follow him on Insta. <laughs> While you're still stoned and before my phone dies, we have a few more other questions for the answer. Okay. All right. We have a few new questions for Dear MT. Here we go. Hi, Tish and Brandy. Huge fan over here. My name is Paige. I was just wondering if y'all would consider recording a Cyrus Fam Christmas album. I know Noah and Miley have some covers and they're my favorite. And I just keep thinking around Christmas time, like, I just want a Cyrus Family Christmas album. So I just wanted to know if you guys would ever consider that. Alrighty. Love y'all. Have a good day. Bye. I have always said we need a Cyrus Family Christmas album. I want to just know, where do these people think this became Dear MT and BC? Paige, I have been trying to get my family to record a Christmas album for so long. I think we should go one step further and do a Christmas special with a record. Well, hell's bells, we ain't doing anything else. (laughs) Well, we just have to see. I don't know how production is going to be this year, but maybe in this year we could put next year into motion. I've been saying this for a decade that we need a Cyrus Family Christmas album. We do. I just think that a visual, a special of seeing the insanity is like so much better. And so we might as well see all the fist spots during the making up because it'll be really good. Uh, Tizzle will play tambourine. Oh, so good. She's got the sleigh bells on. Honestly, the- and I feel like I can do v- background vocals. I don't know. <laughs> It is a fabulous idea. I have talked about it a lot. We just have to get everybody on board. I'm in. I'm in. Definitely in. Okay. All right. We got a weed question. Hi, guys. Uh, My name is Casey. I'm from Indiana. I was wondering if I could get some advice. So my boyfriend's parents think uh, pretty poorly of those who smoke marijuana, even when it helps with medical problems. And uh, this causes my boyfriend to have a lot of shame about how he treats his ADD and depression. So I was wondering if you could maybe give some advice on how we can approach this topic with his parents. And then, uh, Brandy, you have talked about your uh, Enneagram test, and I'm an I, too. So I was curious if you knew what your Myers-Briggs personality type was. Anyways, thank you, guys. Love you, and I hope to hear from you soon. Bye. Love Casey. Nines represent. I absolutely love Casey and her question because uh, I was so 
just against it for so long in such a major way. I just thought it was so wrong. Like there, there was just no convincing me otherwise. And I think for me, I actually, because I'm a Christian and like, because for so long, that belief also was that it was just like this terrible drug and you shouldn't be doing it. And as you know, so there were so many reasons that I wasn't for it. And so I really struggled with that as well. The kind of shame or yeah, just really kind of the shame of it. And the biggest thing for me was, I think that people that do think that though, if they could look at it from the point that happened to me where I was so traumatized from being in this bus that caught on fire. I think people have heard me talk about that. I was on tour, our bus caught on fire, burnt to the ground. And so going to a room and going to sleep on a bus again was so scary for me. And I just could not sleep. And it was affecting me during the day and how I worked. And so somebody gave me an Ambien. And so I took Ambien for about a week and it was terrible. It just made me feel terrible. Like it made me feel tired the next day. I I just didn't feel right. It just made me nervous. You know, I, I don't know. It just really did not affect me well. And that was so scary that I'm okay to take a chemical and put it in my body. But I could do the same thing and take a couple of hits of weed that is natural and from the earth and you know, a flower and it could make me sleep and have less anxiety and just do that without putting an ambient in my body. And so that for me was like such an eye opener that I just felt like it's medicine. It truly is such a amazing medicine for pain relief and you know, for so many people for anxiety and sleep that I just feel like it can be life changing. And so I think that's where I got, you know, in and just made myself not feel ashamed. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's never easy to try to convince somebody of something when they're, you know, dead set on it. When people have very strong opinions, like it's, and it's, you don't want to be in a position where you're trying to talk somebody out of like believing what they believe, but there is something to be said about like laying out the facts. And if your boyfriend is on any kind of medication for his anxiety or depression, if I were you, I would just like do a tiny bit of research and find out maybe what the negative effects of those medications are. And then maybe make a list of like the positive effects of marijuana and kind of lay it out in like a facts way versus like a, Hey, I believe this, you believe that kind of thing. And the other thing about that is, is like, I look and see how marijuana uh, was used for medical purposes, like in the thirties and forties, like it was literally a medicine, like they prescribed it. And it is a fact that marijuana is used very successfully as you know, anti-seizure medication, just so many things that is is good. And so I think, yes, actually researching Mm -hmm. and finding those facts is key. Laying out the facts. Uh, Mm -hmm. Maybe, I know there's a bunch of documentaries right now about prescription drugs. I think The Pharmacist is one on Netflix. Maybe like suggest they watch a couple of those. So hopefully that advice helped you. Also, just because I'm such a nerd and I love the Myers-Briggs and the Enneagram, um, Casey asked what my Myers-Briggs result was. Granted, I haven't taken this test in a while. Uh, and they and they do say it, ch- it changes like as you get older and everything. But the last time I took it, I was an ISTJ, which is the least common group or whatever. It's like, I'm like the least common one. I don't know how to say that, but I is for introvert. S is for sensing. T is for thinking. And J is for judgment. See, call back and leave a message and let me know what your Myers-Briggs result is. I want to take this. Can you send me the link again? The long test MT. Do you think you have the patience? Yeah, I'm going to do it tonight. And then I'm going to tell everybody what my Enneagram is. You need to do the Enneagram and the Myers-Briggs test. They're two different. Oh, okay. I'll do both. Should we do both? The Enneagram. So if you guys have no idea what we're talking about, two fascinating uh, quote unquote personality tests is, is I guess what you would call them. Enneagram is so interesting. There are nine types on the Enneagram and you can take a 40 minute test. Um, We can post the links to these on our, in our socials this week for you guys. It is like, there's like a small test fee. I think it's like 10 bucks or something totally worth taking. And it just asks a bunch of questions and it'll give you, tell you what Enneagram number you are. And you can do all of this reading and research. And it just really tells you a lot about who you are as a person, how you react to things, why you are the way you are. And it helps you, like if you know somebody else's Enneagram number, it'll help you learn how to communicate with that person and why they react the way they do. And it really just uh, promotes healthy relationships. We should actually have Reinhardt's mom on one of these episodes because she works with the Enneagram. Let's do that for sure. We can talk her into it. Will she do it? We're listening right now and thinking, absolutely not. 
thought, but she's so smart. I would love to have her on. We are definitely having her on. And the Myers-Briggs is a very, uh, very complex personality test. And so there's four letters in those and there's, it breaks it up into like, whether like the first letter mine's introvert, the other opposite is extrovert, but there's all kinds of different combinations of personality that you can be with the Myers-Briggs. And it is also very fascinating. So we'll post links and I'll make Tizzle take those tests and we can really dive into it. It's fascinating. Sounds fun. Great questions, Casey. Let's do one more. Be done. We got one more. Hi, Tish and Brandy. This is Emma from New Jersey. Your family is so involved in the music industry in so many ways. Um, you started with country and then you moved on to like teen pop with Hannah Montana. Um, and of course, Noah has her like moody music as well as calls it. Uh, Metro Station, Brandy DJing, going on tour with Sam Hunt. Through all of that, what is your personal favorite music genre? And what would you say to people whose music tastes are closed-minded? Because it seems like you guys are very diverse with the music that you like and uh, create for the world. So thank you. Great question, Emma. So Emma, great question. Emma just really wants to know like what our personal um, taste of music is. And she was saying, what advice would you have to people that are really closed-minded about music? I honestly, and I'm not just saying this, I listen to music of all different genres, like all across the spectrum. My Spotify playlist that Spotify curates for me are such a mess of different things. Like I'll have one song that comes on that's like uh, Trisha Yearwood from the 90s. And then the next song that comes on is like Juice World. Like it is a mess because I listen to everything. I grew up on a lot of country because of my dad, for sure. A lot of 80s rock because of my mom. And then as I got older, I really like 90s alt rock. I loved Matchbox 20 and the Goo Dolls. And that really got me into like, I was obsessed with lyrics. Like when I, and there's two types of people, people that listen to a song and hear the music part and people that listen to a song and hear the lyrics part. And I am like full on lyrics. Like I love listening to the story that a song tells. And so that's kind of how I got into my own music taste. So because I grew up listening to so much, I feel like I really just enjoy everything. And I think if somebody is opposed to listening to a certain genre of music, I would just say to them, like every genre of music plays off of the other one. You know what I mean? Like if you listen mm-hmm. to country, there's pop influences. And if you listen to pop, there's hip hop influences. And like, the, it just goes on and on and on. And it, you really can, I mean, I find enjoyment listening to all different genres, really depending on my mood and, and what I'm going through. And I really feel like hip hop even had a huge influence on country. You oh. know, everything is just so intertwined. And I, I feel the same way. Like there is just no way I could pick one genre. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like my Spotify playlist, it is something from the set. 70s, like something really cool and laid back to I still love my 80s rock. I actually have been listening to nonstop 80s on Sirius, like every time I'm in the car. And I just love every single style and type of music. And I think also you're right. I think that dad and I both played music so much and he and I, we both listened to country, but in some ways different styles. But even though I love old, old country, Patsy Cline and Willie and Chris Christopherson and Waylon, those are still my favorite country artists. And then I just love every genre. And I think it, that you guys are lucky to have had like just the influence of both of us just learn so much about every type of music. Yeah, for sure. It's a good question. Yeah, great. All right. Well, we've talked for way too long. Speaking of the voicemail, if you guys are wondering how you call in and leave a message on the voicemail, let me tell you. We have a voicemail box set up for DRMT. You can call us at, are you ready? 818-839-0534. You call that number, you leave a message, you can ask us a question and we'll play it live on the podcast and Tish and me will answer. And you can ask anything because we can do the DRMT segment. We'll answer questions about design, anything your heart desires. Wow, anything. You really are opening it up to uh, possibilities. You know what? I think maybe we, we need to talk about love and relationships and sex and crazy stuff. You want to talk about sex? You get grossed out. Anytime Miley and I start talking about sex, you're like, ew, can you guys not? We should. You guys should. Okay. We totally should. Also, if you haven't already, go and subscribe to Sorry We're Stoned wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify. We're in all the places. That way you never miss an episode and you're part of the Stoner crew. Also, we would love if you would give us five stars and write a review. Honestly, I feel like we should we should steal from YFT one more time and start reading some of the reviews on iTunes. Absolutely. And also like, please tell your friends because if not, we're going to get canceled. And I don't even know if you can get canceled. (laughs) I'm going to cancel your ass real quick. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, this is a new podcast, so we are trying to grow it. So you guys spread the word, tweet about it, Instagram about it, post about it. That helps us a lot. And we're trying to grow this into a great little stoner community that lasts forever and ever and ever forever. And also you should go back and listen to us on chicks in the office. We were guests on their podcast. It was so much fun. Those girls are so great. And we were on what last week? Um, this past week. Yeah. This past week, but it's chicks in the office and Brandy and I were their guests and we had so much fun. So check that out. And uh, we'll be back next week. Can't wait. Talk to you soon. Tips. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm Alana Dunn and I'm the host of Seeing Other People. As an early Hinge employee, a modern dater, and now a fiance, I know the dating world maybe a little too intimately. I'm here to make you feel less alone in your dating journey, whatever it may look like. Don't have a date for tonight? No problem. Whether you're looking for love or just want to laugh and commiserate with others, tune in to Seeing Other People as we explore the roller coaster that is the ever-evolving world of dating. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.